Welcome again to the Jesus 360 podcast, a devotional guide to the names and descriptions of Jesus given to us by the Apostle John in the book of Revelation. Brother Daniel and myself, Blair Phillips, are continuing today's discussion on Jesus, the one who's washed our sins with his blood. From Revelation chapter 1, verse 5. So Daniel, we've come to the fifth and last description of Jesus given to us in this fifth verse of the first chapter of the book of Revelation. Just continue to give us an introduction on this one. Well, it's amazing that even though the uh, verse numbering of the, the, the Holy Bible is not sacred, but it's been profoundly helpful for over uh, several hundred years now that we have chapter and verses that help us divide and study the scripture. So in this first five of the chapter, first chapter of the book of Revelation, we have five description. And this fifth description focus on Jesus on the cross. Focus on Jesus who bled and shed his royal blood for the propitiation of our sin, atonement of our sin, the imagery of the uh, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. But the life is in the blood, the scripture declared. Therefore, by shedding his own blood, he is laying down his life in order that we may have life. Now, in Jesus' own journey, uh, in shedding this blood in, in order that our sin may be washed away, it began with his a prayer in the Garden of Gethsemane where he prayed and then his sweat turned into blood. Now, with all his heart and his mind, he prayed to the Father when he faced the cross from John 17, verse 21 to 26, all the way to the Garden of Gethsemane. He's aligning himself in order to pay the full price to redeem us to himself with his own blood and to make us holy forever. Here we have a situation where you have Christ shedding his blood through prayer and the drop of blood coming, uh, supposed to be sweat, but the intensity of his prayer caused him to bleed. And then when he was betrayed and when he was scorched and the crown of thorns was put on his head, he bled further. And then when he was forced to carry the cross, there were more drips of blood and sweat that's mixed together when he walked down the path uh, towards Golgotha. And on the cross of Calvary, obviously, with the crown of thorns and the nail nailed through both his hands and his feet, we have more blood that was shed by Jesus. In fact, many believe that he uh, gave up his physical mortal life because of dehydration, because he actually bled to death and then his uh, breathing stopped uh, because there's just not enough uh, 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 oxygen-rich uh, blood that's circulating throughout his body with that whole... Uh, uh, excruciating uh, experience of being crucified on the cross. So this whole process of Jesus bleeding is to demonstrate the fact that he is the Lamb of God that was slain and, uh, and life is in his blood and he laid down his life so that we may have life and we may have eternal life. We may have newness of life and our old life that is full of sin Nature has been crucified with him on the cross. 
Daniel, I mean, this is it. This is what we've been waiting for as humanity, to be cleansed from our sins. And that this is this description of Jesus both shows us that longing fulfilled, but then it also gives us the how, which you just described, of by his blood which was shed. And so violently shed, but yet yeah, so purposely shed. But I just want to challenge our, our listeners to ponder that this whole reality and, and storyline of redemption for 6,000 years up to this point has been that sin might be cleansed from our human frame and from our human uh, authority of rulership over the earth. And Jesus has done it by the shedding of his blood that we even, you know, you think of blood staining a garment, but in our glorious reality with Christ, we're washed the stains of sin from our garments are washed by the blood of Jesus. And I think that word picture is so purposeful that, that we are cleansed through his very life blood. Well, the shedding of the blood of the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world is uh, once again highlighted in Revelation chapter 5 when John uh, was in the heavenly realm and uh, he saw that no one was worthy to take the scroll out of the right hand until the lamb that was slain and he shed his blood to redeem every t- people from every tongue, tribe, and nation that will eventually stand before the throne of God. So the, the blood of Jesus is powerful, is cleansing effect of sin and atonement is complete. There is no insufficiency in the blood of Jesus. In fact, in Revelation chapter 12, when we saw the dragon being uh, defeated by the archangel Michael and he fell to the earth and began to roar against with his wrath against the saints on the earth, we saw that many of the saints overcame the dragon by the blood of the Lamb. There is power in the blood of Jesus. Now there's power in the name of Jesus because we live and and serve under the authority of that name, but the blood of Jesus basically cancel out all the sense of chain and bondages that cause us to be tied to the fear uh, the fear and the crippling effect of death. And so by the blood of Jesus, we now have liberty. We now have freedom in our mind and in reality against anything that, that, that chain us to the, the law of sin and death. Now we walk in the law of the spirit of life. So I want to encourage our audience as we hearken to the word of Paul in Romans chapter 8, where he talks about we no longer live in the law of sin and death, but the law of the spirit of life. That has to do with the sufficiency of the blood of Jesus Christ. And I encourage you to meditate on Jesus who washed us. When he say wash, is the Greek word lusanti, which simply means abolish, destroy, get rid of. So he completely cleansed us from all the chain, effect, the dirt, the filth of sin, and, and, and really give us a sense of a new garment and the newness of life. And this washing, Daniel, it's it's a continual washing. Like Jesus didn't just save us right before we died and, we, and or didn't even save us with the expectation that we wouldn't struggle with sin anymore. But he did save us to infuse it within us the same hope that he had for us that mm. we could overcome sin by his blood. And so I just want to encourage our listeners today, you know, as we 
go throughout our life and we struggle with different areas of sin and different seasons of life, there is a continual washing. There is a continual strength of the blood of Jesus applicable towards us. The blood of Jesus is more powerful than any dark spot that you have experienced in your life. If there's genuine surrender and repentance to the Lordship of Jesus Christ Amen. and His finished work on the cross, there can be a reset, a new beginning in Christ. And then, uh, the old is gone, the new has come. And uh, repentance is the key and the doorway to access the power of the blood of Jesus. And I know that in this world we face uh, many challenges and many people are struggling with stronghold in their hearts, their mind, and their behavior, addiction, and all that. There is power in the blood of Jesus to break all this chain. I encourage you to access this through a, a, a yielded life, a life that's surrendered to the name of Jesus, I want to invite our audience to pray with us right now as we come to the one who washed us and our sin with his own royal blood. Lord Jesus, you are the one who washed our sin with your own blood. Mm. And your blood is so powerful. No darkness, no uh, past failure or sin is able to withstand that power. No amount of occultic bondages, the power of Satan and darkness is able to withstand the power of the blood of Jesus. Because you have washed us and our sin with your blood, we are the one who is cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Amen. We are cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Today, I am cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. And because you have made me clean, I can walk in my new garment in the Lord, and I can put on a white robe of fine linen that's washed by the blood of Jesus. Thank you for taking away all the things that is dead, including, Lord, the, the, the past things that have caused my life to be weighed down. And, Lord, I surrender all my uh, uh, iniquity, my lawlessness, mm -hmm. my addiction to you, O oh God, today. And I ask for the blood of Jesus to break it, Amen. to break everything. Jesus, in you, you have set me free, and I will remain free in you. Because you are the one who washed me clean with your own blood, and I am cleansed by the blood of Jesus, today I can walk as a sinner that is redeemed by the blood of Jesus. My confidence is not in my own righteousness, but on the righteousness of Christ that is imputed to me through the cleansing of the blood of Jesus, through my faith in Christ. And I walk in that cleansing. I walk in that sense of set, being set apart, holy unto you. And I want to carry your light, Lord, to some of the hardest and darkest places. And I'm not afraid because by the blood of the Lamb, by the word of my testimony, and by, Lord, by not loving my life even unto death, I can overcome the devil. So, Lord, thank you for giving me this victorious living through the blood of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I just want to encourage our audience to really go deep 
uh, just like you did last week with the, Jesus, the one who loves us, but this week with Jesus, the one who's washed our sins with his very own blood. I just even encourage you to sit down and, and journal about this, to write about this, to write a poem, to write a song, to paint, to even just uh, try to express creatively um, the reality of, of this truth in your life. And so we want to thank you for joining us again on the Jesus 360 podcast, and we look forward to you joining us again next week. You satisfy my soul. You satisfy my soul. You satisfy my soul with your love. You satisfy my soul. You satisfy.